0: This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, June 15th, 2016. I'm Caleb Brown. The conversations that dominate following a mass killing in the United States tend to focus on not how to deal with the motivations of those killers, but on what procedures might have a small marginal impact on those kinds of horrendous acts. Trevor Burris, a research fellow at the Cato Institute, offers a different conversation. When it comes to terrorism, uh, our foreign policy colleagues here at the Cato Institute like to focus on why those things occur and this seemed to be an act of lone wolf terrorism, somebody who is not, as far as anybody knows, actually connected with ISIS. He swore fealty to them and then killed a bunch of people, but there's no
1: clear connection. But he obviously felt motivated. Mm-hmm. It's It's time to broaden the conversation, as you said, to what makes people do things like this. The worst thing that happens in the gun control debate, which we can have a reasonable debate about gun control, but unfortunately, we tend to have it after mass shootings, which are the most difficult thing to to prevent just via gun control, because we have highly motivated people who will not be It will, it will not be encumbered to Commit a mass shooting by a paper barrier or a background check or things like this. So if we're going to have a mass shootings discussion and not a gun control discussion, we should be discussing why people commit mass shootings. And it's a, it's an interesting thing because they are kind of going up. It depends. It's hard to say. They they're going up, um, probably. It's 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 a pretty low trend line though. So it, you know, the next five years we might not see any. So then the whole thing might change. But it seems that they're going up. You could talk about like the fifties. So it was easier to get a gun in the fifties. You didn't have to do with the Brady Bill background check or even the twenties. You could you could mail order a Tommy gun. In the twenties, have it sent a machine gun, an actual machine gun that, that many people misuse. This, but a gun where you hold the trigger down and it just sprays bullets until it runs out of bullets or it jams. You could do that, but there, you know, there were certain atrocities like this. But interestingly, like the big atrocities for mass killings in the twenties were were bombs, often like the Bath Township bombing of 1927, which is not often known, killed 47 kids when he bombed a church. He could have gotten a machine gun, but he does. So, these are all these questions that people aren't asking. Why is this happen? Why Why does someone decide to do this? And I think that a mature conversation about this would say, well, the characteristics of these people are, are interesting. They're men, as people have, have always pointed out. Uh, they're ostentatious suicides, so maybe we should have a conversation about suicides. And they can be radicalized in different ways. And I mean that in a general sense the Santa Barbara killer had been involved in sort of misogynistic pickup artist kind of things. And that's the kind of conversation that we could actually say, can we do something about this? And unfortunately, we also have to accept the fact that these are incredibly difficult to prevent. So the Very, very sanctimonious Facebook posts about, oh, like, obviously these are easy to to prevent and we just aren't doing it for some reason uh, are incredibly frustrating and they're not really helping the debate.
0: Yeah, the the discussions about uh, shootings uh, seem to focus on what regulation can be applied to hundreds of millions of people or what product can we remove from the marketplace that will prevent that. But, you know, like you say, these kinds of uh, killings, these mass killings can occur with a car, They and they have, and they do. And they can occur with an airplane, in the case of the pilot who just downed an airplane that was in, yeah, full of Europe. people. Um, so and I think part of this, you have to actually consider the possibility that these things, and they are very rare. Are
1: going to happen, mm-hmm. and if and, and then you know if we're going to try and do something, you know that sounds like throwing your hands up in the air. I mean that is important to say uh, we can't make the world perfect via a bunch of laws we're going to pass. But if but I think we should be talking about say the suicide rate, and this is like um, these are admittedly sort of back of the envelope calculations, and I've done some research on this, but it's difficult. So the suicide rate has gone up. Um, it's been the highest in la- last year. Was the highest in America in the last 15 years, and the conversation about why that could be happening. Suicide rate among men has particularly gone up. to- yeah, middle-aged men, middle-aged have men have consistently
0: been the highest, the uh, most likely to commit suicide. And mo- I think most people
1: don't really appreciate that. Exactly. Yeah, uh, it, it but it's gone be up. A, but it's gone up across the board. Exactly. And uh, so we have this problem. I mean, now, now we have also the internet question, and and of course these are not i'm not saying regulate the internet i'm not doing a donald trump thing but we have people being radicalized by finding websites so that's another question of why this so you have a male who might be suicidal who then finds an internet community that makes him get the, there's a tendency There's a couple of books they talk about these mass shooters have a tendency to already have kind of suicidal very doubt on themselves thoughts and then they search out a community that explains to them how they are bullied or burdened or they're victims of something nefarious or organized. So you have the Santa Barbara killer saying, I'm, you know, women are the problem. They're like women not wanting to date me and they're now like bullies and they're oppressing me. Or if you have a Muslim who can be expose this thing about America and Western culture, and of course, so many things out there on the internet that we can't even imagine, whether it's your chemtrails or whatever. So you you look out this reason to explain your sadness and why you feel like you're not achieving these life, and you have many communities that will give you one of these things. And then you might decide to commit a mass murder. And this is a much more productive Now, I don't really know how to stop that. Um, But this conversation focusing on the guns I mean, it's really just fundamentally silly and and the worst thing is it's just it, It's nonproductive. If we're going to talk about gun control, we should be talking about regular gun violence and not extremely bizarre circumstances. Trevor Burrus Which is overwhelmingly committed with handguns in densely populated urban areas. Trevor Burrus And connected to drug crime often. And I've said this many times, I've written it many times. And it's actually, you know, we're talking about with mass shooting and the same is true with sort of general gun control and general gun crime. Of It makes a lot more sense to focus on why people commit crime than to focus on the 300 million guns out there and whether or not we could take one category of those guns and take it away from them and then assume they're going to be like, well, I guess I won't kill any people today because I don't have a, you know, an assault weapon, for example.
0: Or change some procedure yes that applies to everyone that would have some
1: marginal effect. possible marginal effect i would say yeah that we would, we should not be talking about marginal effects we we could be like oh they need to fill out one more form i'm not going to sit here and say that that's going to stop that might stop like a few killers who are very much marginal or a few criminals who are very much marginal. We should be not having these marginal discussions, though. Ending the drug war, or ramping it back, or doing a bunch of things, that, that would do more than any single thing you could possibly imagine. But we go back to any of this, stuff, if we look at the motivation of why people commit crime, what situations they commit crime, and if it's a mass shooting, again, we should be asking the question of what these people are doing. And, and interestingly, you could also tie in the male falling behindness, and there's a lot of sort of interesting data about this, and maybe Trump is an example of this too. men are might some groups of men might be falling behind in society because of the de- devaluation of physical labor on the marketplace. The things that we're good at are lifting things and endurance, and that is increasingly becoming not a job skill that is very valuable. So you need to be a programmer, you need to be working in information and like that, women are generally better at that. And there's a lot of things we can talk about make this. And so again, you think of kind of like you have a death of a salesman situation, like the play Death of a Salesman, where he's n- he's not good at raising his kids, he's not good at, he's never earned enough money, and in the end of it he commits suicide. And we all understand this, it's a, you know, I cry my eyes out whenever I see that or Glenn read it. Trevor Burrus Gary Glenn Ross. Yeah, exactly. Death of a
0: salesman, this is a uniquely
1: male type uh, of yeah, type of, of dread. Yeah. And so and so this is what we should be talking about it, or at least adding to the conversation when we're looking at
0: mass shooters. John Hight talks about this uh, idea that, you know, throughout human history we've had so very little. And in the last 2 300 years, and a lot of people make this point, but in the last 200 300 years or so, the amount of wealth and possibility and that sort of thing has increased dramatically and reducing the number of deaths by malicious intent uh, has gone down dramatically, like historically, uh, and even in the United States. Just in the last 20 plus years, uh, murders of all kinds have gone down pretty dramatically. Trevor About 50%, yeah. And there doesn't seem to be that much of a focus on why that
1: is or why we should expect it to be so much better than it is. Trevor Burrus Yes. And, that, and again, that goes to the overarching point. The One thing that the gun controllers The really sort of point that vexes them that they I've never heard them say anything good in response to it is that guns keep going up. The amount of guns keep going up. Crime keeps going down. And so, this is clearly not a perfect correlation between guns and crime. And then people are committing crimes for different reasons and we need to focus on that. There's this one subset of things that are going on and possibly going up, this mass shooting thing, which should be looked at as a question of what causes someone to do that uh, when we're addressing that specific problem. Now, again, um, it's difficult to just be doing this and and making just a descriptive thing. Because one thing we don't want to do from this is have teachers and healthcare professionals and people like reporting everyone who makes them a little bit uneasy and putting them on a list and all this stuff like that. But people who are much more skilled and or knowledgeable about mental health and, the, and things like this and tr- you know, trying to identify someone who's going to have problems. But on a broader level, the kind of systematic reforms we could do to help people get better jobs, have more meaning in their life because they're being left behind by economy. These are the kind of things that I think overall in many years would have a better effect on mass shootings than picking a particular gun and then saying, well, we're going to ban that one.
0: Trevor Burris is a research fellow at the Cato Institute. Subscribe to this podcast at iTunes, Google Play and with Cato's iOS app and follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast.